Well, hey there, thanks so much for tuning in for this week's message. We are so excited about what Jesus just did at OS this week. So wherever you're joining us from, I encourage you to sit back, relax, and plug into what God's got for you. Let's get to it. Justin had asked me to speak, um, I don't know, for a little bit, and I, uh, he asked me what I would speak on, and I was like, Wellington. And if you don't know who Wellington is, Wellington is my golden doodle. Um, does anybody have a pet that they treat like a baby? I do. Yeah, see, a lot of us. So obviously, we don't have kids, um, but... <laughs> But my golden doodle is my baby. I treat, I get him groomed every month, and I buy him clothes, and, you know, we take him on walks. And we take him, did you know you can take dogs to Lowe's and walk them around? Like, it's a dog-friendly place. Like, we go on trips together. I cry when we leave him on vacation. Like, when we leave him here and we go on vacation, I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's going to forget who we are. Um, so that's what I'm going to base this, this little talk around. And um, it's going to kind of go back to, like, some basics. So... Justin always drops these bombs up here that are, like, super earth-shattering. And mine are just kind of reminders because I feel like all of us in our walk with God need a reminder of just what that looks like in everyday life um, to walk with him. So those are the things that we're going to be talking about. And I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So we're on the sides here. We're in a series called More Than a Hashtag. Um, And so I was talking to Nick back there about what my hashtag would be for this because it's just— it's about your walk with God. And I was like, what's a super cliche hashtag that we use on Instagram? And so we came up with hashtag Sunday morning vibes with Jesus. So that's the hashtag. We're going to go more than that hashtag. That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, so how many of you have seen our dog, first of all? And like pictures or Instagram? Yeah. So he is, uh, we bought him, I don't know, I think Actually, we bought him the day that we got engaged. So he, we've had him for three years, and um, I thought that he would stay little forever. I did not know that golden doodles were 70-pound dogs. So we bought him, and then he kept growing, and I took him to the vet and was like, I'm sorry, is he supposed to be 45 pounds? And then I took him back, and I'm like, I just, he's 60 pounds. Like, we're not feeding him that much. And then they were like, you're an idiot. Like, he's a 70-pound dog. So we have this huge dog, and when we take him on walks, he actually takes me on walks. Um, and I walk him probably every day, every other day or something. We go on a lot of walks, but I'm trying to get him to be better at walking with me. Um, I wanted to show a video, and it didn't quite work out, but when I walk Wellington, I so wish, Austin said I should have brought him here and had him walk on platform, but he goes from one side of the street to the other, to the other, to the other, and then he'll stop and turn around, and we do, we, we literally do this in the middle of the street, so if you've ever seen us walking, it's pure chaos, and my arm muscles are so strong, my right arm, because I hold him with the leash, it's crazy, he goes back and forth um, so much, so 
keep that visual in your mind as we keep talking. Um, but the scripture that I'm going to read is going to be in Deuteronomy um, chapter 2. And this is in the Old Testament. And so I'm just going to set the scene for you. At this time, um, who's heard of Moses? We know Moses. He parted the Red Sea. He was a leader of God's people. So in the Bible, they're called Israelites. But it just means God's people. So think about the church when we're, when we're reading the scripture. Think about a pastor and a church. Um, but Moses is leading God's people into the promised land. Um, and so God gives him certain instructions. He's like, man, there's something great for you. I have this great promise for you. And it takes Moses 40 years to get this promised land, 40 years. So keep that in mind. Um, a lot happened during this 40 years. We know Moses parts the Red Sea. All these miracles happen along the way. And God's people are like kind of a hot mess. Like they, <laughs> if you read through, which I'm not gonna read you the whole story of Moses because it's literally like a chapter or a book of the Bible long. It's so long. But if you wanna go back and read it, I highly recommend it because it reminds me a lot of like Netflix shows. It's just, there's so much drama, there's ups and downs, and then there's miracles and there's healings and all this crazy stuff happens during this time. Um, at one point, they ran out of food and they're praying for food and bread literally falls from heaven. Um, manna is what it's called in the Bible. Bread literally falls from heaven to feed God's people. So all these awesome things happen in the span of these 40 years. Um, so this is where we're at in the Bible. So Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 2 says this. Then God said, you've been going around in circles in these hills long enough. Go north. So he gives him instructions on how to get him back to the promised land. And then I'm going to jump down to verse 7. And it says, God, your God, has blessed you in everything you have done. He has guarded you in your travels through this immense wilderness for 40 years now. God, your God, has been right here with you. You haven't lacked one thing. So we're going to dive a little bit deeper into this. And we're talking about our walk with God, but I'm going to use my dog as an example because I just love him. So the first thing I want to talk about is walking with God. So... If you picture this 70-pound golden doodle on my walks going absolutely insane, we usually do two miles, okay? And the first mile um, is just pure chaos, and I'm sweating, and I'm angry. Um, the other day, I legitimately fell in mud and had mud all the way up my leg because he was so heavy, and it was crazy. Um, but he gets so excited. And if you grab his leash, he knows where we're going. His energy gets up. He's so ready to go. And then the second we open the door, he ju he's, just, he's just gone. And he goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And in our walk with God, if you've been to any OS service or have heard Justin preach, Justin talks a lot about how it's super important to keep going. Like keep taking another step even when you're down, even when you don't feel like it. Just keep pressing forward. And so we talk about this a lot. But there is such a thing as walking faster than the pace of God. And sometimes in our walk, we know that the Holy Spirit is walking with us, but we see something and we're like, oh my gosh, I want that. I want that right now. And we chase after it. And God might be like, well, let's slow, let's slow down. Let's slow down. Maybe not yet. Like, let's wait until we get there. Um, or we might be so excited. Sometimes it's good things. We might be super excited about an opportunity and we give everything we have to it and we're like all in from the beginning and God's like, not yet, not yet. Like I need you to slow down. There's a reason that we're here. Um, so sometimes we do chase after things a little bit too quickly. 
So something to keep in mind. For me, this, is, this has kind of been a constant thing um, in my career because I get really, I just get so tired of the same thing in my job. How many of you guys have jobs that you're just like, it's so hard to go to? Yeah. So I kind of get in this mode where every couple years I'll like look at my resume and I'm like, okay, I've been here two years, I've been here three years, like can I go to the next job now? Is it time for me to go? Is it time for me to go? And I remember being in this place and not audibly, but I felt God's presence, God's spirit tell me, you need to stay here for three years. And I just remember that so distinctly. Um, but I was ready, like my dog, to chase after the next thing. I was so ready to go and God was like, no, we're walking at this pace right now. I need you to stay here just a little bit longer. Um, so that's something I struggle with a lot is I want the next thing and I'm ready for the next thing. Um, what we've been doing with our dog is if we start walking and he's, he goes crazy, we don't turn around and go home until he matches my pace. So we will keep walking and he'll keep pulling and the whole time, especially if Justin's with us, he gets so frustrated. Um, but we'll be like, Wellington, 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 stop, Wellington, slow down, slow down, slow down. We just, we keep saying his name over and over again. Um, we do everything we can to make sure that he starts walking with us. And as soon as he gets that pace, because we're training him, right? Like we're trying to teach him the right way to do this. So whenever he starts to match our pace, that's when we turn around and go home. And this is just like the Israelites in the scripture that we read, because we know that they took 40 years to get to the promised land. Um, but if you study it out, it should have only taken them 11 days. 11 days. And sometimes when I'm walking my dog, I'm like in my mind, like, oh yeah, 20 minute walk maybe. And it turns into an hour because I'm trying to train him and trying to make sure that he's matching my pace before we get home. And sometimes that's like God. Like I wonder, it made me think about how many times is God on a journey with me and I take 40 years when it was only meant to take 11 days? Or how long do I sit in a situation of like hurt? How many of you have been hurt by somebody and you sit in that? And I've sat there before for much longer than God told me it was okay to sit there. And then all of a sudden, all these years have passed um, and it's taken so much longer than it had to. I looked into why in the world it took the Israelites so much time. And if you study it out, again, there's so many highs and lows and all these awesome things happen. Um, but the thing that's super consistent is that they just got so distracted. Like everything was drawing their attention left and right. Um, the scriptures are full of their complaints. Um, they're grumbling. They're unhappy. They doubt God constantly. And so I wondered in our walk, how, how many times do we prolong the promise because we're complaining and we're grumbling? And really, God wants to give us this promise, right? Every single one of you in this room have a promise that God's given you. Um, and it, it might be related to ministry. It might be related to a spouse. It might be related to dating. It could be school. It could be, I mean, there's so many things um, that God gives us promises about throughout our life. But I just wonder how many times it's prolonged because of things that we get distracted by or things that we let in that we can't let go of or situations that we sit too long in. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the second thing, so the first thing is walking with God. Walking with God. Um, the second thing is knowing his voice. 
And I know you guys are probably like, dude, this woman is crazy. Like, she's obsessed with her dog. It's a little bit weird. I know it is. I know. But, um, and also, if you're training a dog, like, how is a dog supposed to know your voice and know what to do? Because it's a dog, and, you know, animals are kind of stupid sometimes. Um, but he does. He does know our voice, and it's because we are constantly talking to him. He knows my voice. There are times um, that we'll be outside before we've come in, and, like, you can see his little nose, like, up against the window watching us. Um, but he knows our voice. So I wonder if we're the same way with God. Like, do we know God's voice well enough to know where he's telling us to go? I spend time with our dog, a lot of time, probably too much. And in the same way, God spends time with us. James 4, 8 says, come close to God and God will come close to you. I also call him by his name constantly. Justin will attest, again, kind of weird. But when I get home from work, I'm like, oh my God, my dog, I love you so much. How was your day? What did you do today? Like, I go through the whole thing and he's just, he has no idea what I'm saying. Um, but I'm like, Wellington, you're such a cute boy. And then I always, like, kiss him on the nose. And then I'm like, hey, Justin, hey, I'll talk to you in a minute. Like, he, but we do that every single time. So he knows, he knows his name because we call him by his name. Um, and in the same way, Isaiah 43.1 says, don't be afraid. I've redeemed you. I've called your name and you're mine. So in the same way that I do this to my dog, who's not even a human child, like I can't imagine if we had kids, honestly. I can't imagine. It would just be a whole other level. Um, but in the same way, God says, Morgan, I know your name, and I've called you to worship. And he'll say, Chloe, I know your name, and I've called you to be a leader. And he has something for every single one of us, and he reminds us of that. If you just read his word, he'll speak to you, and he'll show you, um, the things that he has for you and what he calls you. Another thing is, I teach him and I constantly correct him because he's a dog. Um, and so he knows my voice from that. He knows because we work with him. We, you know, if he has a bad day, like we figure out how we're going to get clear to him this time. And 2 Timothy 3 says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, which just means for what is right. So we have walk with him, we wanna know his voice, and then the third thing is we wanna trust him. So when we're walking our dog, the thing that drives me the most crazy is that he, his attention goes to everything left and right. If there's leftover food on the ground, it's his. If there's I mean, whatever it is, his attention is just so crazy. Like, he just can't stay focused. And I often have to redirect him. Um, the most recent time, I realized that he was really interested in a dead animal, which was so cute. <laughs> I loved it. Um, but there are times in our lives that we are drawn to things that are dead. There are, there, it could be relationships. It could be an opportunity that you know God's told you not to go after. And we do. We're drawn to that. If you look at the word temptation, the dictionary definition of temptation is desire. Okay, we know that. It's a desire. But the Hebrew definition is a test. So our temptations are a desirable test, which is like the two worst things to put together. Like, the thing that we want the most with a test from God. Like, that sounds like zero fun to me. Um, 
but it's true. And sometimes in our walk, we have temptations from left and right and left and right. Um, and you know, sometimes the things that we're tempted by or that we, that we see in our path aren't bad. Like if you think about um, even, even our dog, oh my goodness, I'm crazy. But if we see a yard that's like this beautiful yard and there's like tons of dogs playing, Wellington's like, oh, I wanna play. And I have to be like, no, that's not yours. But God's like that too. Like sometimes we, we look at things and we're like, I want what she has. Like I want a relationship like that. And sometimes God's like, but that's not yours. Like we gotta, we gotta keep walking, we gotta keep going. Or sometimes we see an opportunity if it's sports and somebody gets playing time over us. Sometimes we're like, well, I, that should have been me. And God might be like, well, not right now. Like not this time. Um, so it's not always bad, but we have to be in relationship with God to know where he's telling us to go. Now, we're not obviously on a physical leash. <laughs> like, God doesn't have us on a leash. He doesn't control our moves. He doesn't, sometimes he won't even tell you exactly what to do. But what we do have is a spiritual drawing to him. So we know when his spirit is leading us somewhere. Have you guys ever just had that feeling like, pity your stomach? Like, I know this isn't the right thing. Yeah, that is, I think, the worst feeling I've ever felt. And I've been there so many times where I just know like God's not, he doesn't want me to do this or doesn't want to be in this, doesn't want me to be in this situation. Um, sometimes that's what that means, that spiritual drawing to him. The last connection I wanna make is about people that cross in our path, okay? So we're still on the trust me, but sometimes, and you know who they are, like people who are dog people or people who aren't, and if you're not, I just don't just don't trust people who don't like golden doodles first of all don't trust them they're not trustworthy also don't trust people that don't yawn when somebody else yawns that is so weird okay so those just remember that if you don't learn anything else just saying that with you um but there are people who you just know like you kind of have to be super careful and like hold your dog close and be like sorry and then like go around them um, I can see those people from a mile away. I can see the ones who would reject him in a heartbeat. Do you know where I'm going? How much more in our walk does God see people who are about to reject us? And he instead is like, no, no, Morgan. Like, we're going to take this way. We're going to go this way. And I know that looks really attractive right now, but we're not going to go there because he can see so, so much more, so much further than we can. We have this focus and just like, just like our dog, we have this focus where we see everything that's just right in front of us. Like, and I'm like this, I wanna know what's next. Like, what are we doing tonight? What are we eating tonight? I don't know. I wanna know what's happening right now. And then tomorrow I wanna know what the plan is. And I'm just so focused on what's right in front of me. And God sees the whole picture. And if we will let him, he will, he will, pull us in with his Holy Spirit and he will guide us on where to go, on what direction to go and the pace to go at. But it requires walking with him. It requires knowing his voice and it requires trusting him. So as Justin comes up here, I'm going to have him pray us out. Um, there's two things I want you to take away because you might be like, well, how do I do this? And I know this isn't super earth shattering, but I think sometimes it's a good reminder to be like, okay, practically, like how can I walk with God every single day? 
And one thing is just to talk to him. I always think about my relationship with Justin and how weird it would be <laughs> if we woke up in the morning and I didn't talk to him. Like that would just be so weird if I like went about my day, you know, made breakfast, made lunch, made whatever. I don't make, I don't make food actually. Uh, <laughs> went through the drive-through. <laughs> how weird it would be if I went through my entire day without talking to him. How weird, and he's physically, you know, next to me, of course. Um, but God is also with us. It's not this idea that's so far off. His spirit is with us. We have access to him. And I hope I'm not the only one, but there have been days that I go the entire day without talking to God. How crazy. The one who made us, the one who gave us what we have, our house, our marriage. I'll go my entire day without saying, hey, what's up? What do you want with me today? Like, you know, it's just... It, it's so crazy to me. So the, the best thing you can do is talk to him. The second thing that you can do is read his word. Um, read the word. And if you aren't sure where to start, if you're like, I've tried, it doesn't work, it's so overwhelming, just like direct message me and I will help you. We will do the same Bible plan. Like we will figure it out. Um, but reading his word is our equivalent of listening to what he's saying because God hasn't audibly spoke to me. You know, he spoke to me in my spirit, like I've known in my gut what to do in situations when I prayed. Um, but reading his word is is our way of absorbing what he's telling us. And in the same way, if I did talk to Justin every day and I didn't let him get a word in, like rude, that would be so rude. If he's like, hey, and I'm like, hey, how's your day? By the way, by the way, hey, what about this? What do you think about this? Can I buy this? Can I? And I didn't wait for his response. What kind of relationship is that? That's nothing. It's nothing without his word. Sometimes we do so much, like you said this morning, we do so much about God, but we don't do enough with him. And it's about a relationship with him. So talk to him, read his word. And you can, uh, you can wrap up. I am uh, questioning myself as a speaker right about now. Hey, this is Justin, the pastor at OS. Thanks again for listening. If you made a decision to follow Christ today, we want to celebrate with you. Go ahead and text the word following to the number 97,000. Our heart is to get you connected to a local church in your area. So no matter where you're listening from, we're excited about the decision that you made today. And hey, if this message impacted you in any way, shoot us a DM on Instagram at Outreach Students. We want to know how God is moving in your life.